0: On this episode of View the Right Thing, gender-bending comedies don't get much better than this. When a struggling actor disguises himself as a woman and suddenly becomes America's hottest new actress, you get a film with Wes and Steve going gaga over the 1982 Sydney Pollock classic Tootsie. And now it's time for View the Right Thing. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hey, welcome back to another episode of. Yes, welcome. View the right thing. View the right thing. View the right thing. It's been a little while. We uh, I'm going to
1: call this our triumphant return.
0: Yeah, we see, it seems like we have a triumphant return every few months.
1: Hey, man, life happens, life you know? Life does happen. Let's call this season three. Why not, right?
0: Uh, Something like that. No, I, season, I don't know. Whatever. I think we're still in season two. Well, season. So technically. Season three doesn't start till I think July, June or July. Oh, all right. So we're still just a little bit away. We will call this like the uh, we ha- we'll say that the Oscars were the uh, spring finale. There you go, and uh, or the midwinter finale. The midwinter finale, <laughs> and then we're coming, to Oscar. Coming back to do a few more episodes, and then have a fu- uh, a season finale. Cool. And then we'll come back for a season premiere. Yeah um how, how are things it's, it's been a little <laughs> while
1: so there's, there's plenty to discuss
0: should we should we address the oscar elephant in the room
1: the oscar elephant in the room
0: i destroyed you guys in the oh, oscar tally
1: yeah i completely forgot what my score even was and
0: let's just say it wasn't close to mine
1: this is what i do know yeah at the oscar party i attended that night yeah i was right about everything but there is no paper proof of that anywhere. Yeah, it would I, literally just be like he's going to call this, and I'd be right. Yeah, but what can you do?
0: Man? And and how happy was I when I was wrong at first about Best Picture?
1: Oh yeah! Remember,
0: I said that that what uh, a moment that Best Picture and Best Director would not be the same. Right, the same people. And right. and then it turns out Moonlight did win Best Picture. I was so happy
1: it won, and it almost. Didn't
0: win. I didn't watch the Oscars.
1: You didn't. I
0: did not. I uh I have a weekly D and D game that oh. I play with people, and it happens on Sunday nights. There you so go. So I was kind of keeping track and giving everybody updates as as it was going. I was, I was refreshing Twitter on my phone and then just marking on our sheets which ones we got right, which Sounds ones fun. we got wrong. Yeah. So ask um, Tweeter. Ask Tweeter.
1: Um, that's wild. I watched the Oscars at a party with a bunch of people that I barely knew. I've come to know some of them since then, mm-hmm. um, and some very good friends who who took me to this party. Yeah, and uh, I wound up picking everything right in the heat of the moment. But again, we in weren't.
0: The we weren't the marking
1: it down. That's Asian sec- Asia's second best song right there. Okay.
0: Um, well, you know what? You know why you were doing so no well in prize. the heat of the moment. Why? Because you were using old Wes's crib sheet in your in your brain.
1: That could be it.
0: You were like Wes made some really good points during the podcast.
1: That could be it. I mean I don't know that my brain has that kind of a function to it.
0: <laughs> um
1: unless you made all those really good points by way of speaking in movie quotes, then yeah. then maybe. I do not. Maybe. S- oh, should we talk about this room that
0: we're in? So we're in a, so I'm it may sound a little echoier. It may. More echo.
1: But there's also not a perpetual softball game going on outside. That is true.
0: There's not a family of hawks outside. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yet. So I have, I have moved, so that means our podcast situation has moved. It's moved. Uh, it well, seems like it's, most for the most part, a quieter neighborhood. Yeah. We're on new microphones. We're on new microphones. We're in a, 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 a bigger room, I feel like. It's, oh. That's why there's more echo. Yes, cert- certainly a,
1: a more spacious room. No, yeah, probably bigger. No
0: rug on the floor; that doesn't help with the echo. Right um, um, now, if I if slumber. I if I properly use a noise filter, then the listeners are like, "I don't hear an echo."
1: Oh, so we'll
0: find out. Let us know if you hear an echo.
1: Yes, tweet at Steven No
0: or at VTRT Movies. I just prefer you guys just tweet there; it's just easier. All right, because I don't have to switch back and forth.
1: Let us know if you're hearing that echo, 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 echo. Let us know if you're listening to any Echo and the Bunnymen too. They were a solid band. All right. From our childhood. Um, what to discuss first? There's well, been so much movie stuff happening since we took our break. Yeah. And, well, let's, uh,
0: let's maybe talk uh anything anything exciting happening in your life since it's been a little while? Uh sure? Cool.
1: Man, well,
0: positive? I can't, some positive stuff? Yeah.
1: Maybe? I can't I can't go into the details of it. Yeah. But I had one of the biggest auditions of my life, yeah. Recently, and now it's been a little while, and I'm getting down in the dumps. But it was still pretty awesome just to get to go and audition for that thing that I'm not allowed to mention. But it was an awesome day to get to do that.
0: Maybe it's a portent of uh, uh, more auditions that are of that scale coming. I like it because you know it's you have to you know go you know this you go on like a million auditions and you book one right so you need a million of those big scale auditions so you can book one of those and then you'll get even like two million. Mark Ruffalo has gone
1: on record of saying he auditioned six hundred times before he booked something. Wow! I don't think I'm quite near six hundred yet.
0: I think the first but thing, I
1: bet I'm easily over two or three.
0: I think the first thing I saw him in, or that I recognized him in, yeah. was uh, there's a, a Canadian film that Sarah Pauly did.
1: Canadian film with Sarah Pauly a, and Mark Ruffalo?
0: About a, a woman who finds out she's dying. She has a, a a small child and a husband. And so she starts recording cassette tapes for her daughter, one for every birthday. And she makes a list of all the things that she's wanted to do or things that she never did. Yeah. And so, like, uh, one of the things is, like, be with another man in bed and because she's been with her husband since she was, like, in high school or whatever. Hmm. And so Mark Ruffalo is the other man. Um, it's not really about that. It's not about an affair. Okay. Uh, Like, one of the other things that she really wants to do is find um, a new mate for her husband. Oh, Like, somebody who's suitable for him that she approves of. Sort of somebody to give her blessing. Because, you know, there's sort of this idea that um, you... uh, I
1: wonder what that's called. Some
0: people don't want to, um...
1: uh, Was it a gift from heaven, 1995?
0: No, it's like my life versus... My life without me. My life without me. Um... You know, people, I think, when they lose a loved one, they are hesitant to get out and date other people because they don't want to replace them or they don't feel like the, another person could be good enough and that kind of thing. So this idea that she is looking for a mate for her husband as sort of a way to say, it's okay, I'm giving you this release. Yeah. I think is really sweet. Um,
1: I think I know why I got confused. You said Sarah Polly yep. was in it, but I thought Sarah Paulson.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it occurs to me, the first thing I must have seen Mark Ruffalo in, without even realizing it, was 1994's There Goes My Baby, starring Dermot Mulroney <laughs> and Noah Wiley. I'll <laughs> tell you. Noah Wiley was in that?
0: I love Noah Yeah, Wiley.
1: yeah. I always call him Wile. What uh, is with me?
0: Wiley? Yeah, pretty sure it's, it's Wiley. Wiley, right? Yeah, pretty sure. First uh, thing I ever
1: saw Noah Wiley in? W-Y-L-E, it's spelled. few good men. Oh.
0: No, well, he's uh one of the young soldiers on the stand in a few good men.
1: That's a heck of a movie right there. Oh,
0: so good. Aaron um, Sorkin wrote that.
1: He did. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. There goes my baby, 1994. Kind of a cool movie, kind of a uh kind of like a, a much more serious like dazed and confused, mm-hmm. but for the beginning of the Vietnam era. Yeah. So it's there's a lot of tragedy going on, but it's 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 got it where it counts. Rick Schroeder. It, it was like one of his uh first big teenager roles or like, you know, a Upper teenager roles. Yeah. So apparently Mark Ruffalo plays somebody named J.D. in that. I don't know I don't know mm-hmm. how old he would have been. There you have it, Mark Ruffalo. Alright. Let's hear it for him. Um, oh yeah, I wanted to Let's show you this, for
0: the whole. this
1: really cool thing. So, on the internet movie database, imdb.com, which, that which that we're uh, big fans of here, uh, if you look up my name, Steve Moulton, you're going to see a new poster for a movie I was in Currently called...
0: Leprechaun, long Arm. What?
1: No. Currently called All About the Money. And they just put up this poster, and it's pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. That's a really
0: good poster, actually. So check Are you out a
1: poster? No, no. I have a pretty small part in it. A
0: little Trejo action um, there, though.
1: Trejo's in there. Uh, Casper Van Deen, one of my heroes from Starship Troopers, wow, yeah. is in there. Blake Freeman brought me in. Great dude. Eddie Griffin was laughing at all my jokes while he was off camera, and I was on.
0: What was Great guy. Casper Van Dien's, uh Tarzan? What was his character in uh, Star Starship Troopers? Troopers? Johnny Rico. 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 I was trying to think of his last name. Rico's Roughnecks, right?
1: Rico's Roughnecks. Yeah, it goes from Radchek's Roughnecks to Rico's Roughnecks.
0: That's a cool movie. I love it. It's a really, really cool movie. Oscar-winning Mis- movie. Misunderstood, I think, that film. Absolutely. Um,
1: and still a total blast to watch. Yeah. Um, Jake Busey. I, I do worry about Starship Troopers because, as you said, misunderstood. I was very close to going into the military after seeing that movie. Oh,
0: wow. Uh, yeah, specifically
1: I because I wanted to write okay. the next Starship Troopers. And I thought, I'm 19 years old. I should just go into the military. Exactly. What else am I doing with my life right Opposite,
0: now? Uh, exactly. direction that I you wanted.
1: And uh, fortunately, I was about uh, 50 pounds too heavy at the time. And then I discovered that, uh, no, I'm supposed to be an actor.
0: I think I heard they were maybe remaking that or rebooting it.
1: I wouldn't be surprised by either, really. I mean,
0: I would like to see. I wouldn't mind seeing a reboot. Yeah, but I want to see the cast come back. Who, whom who, who survived? The right. cast that survived. I would like to see them come back for uh, like a reboot.
1: There have been a few like animated. Well, there have been a couple sequels. Yeah. Um, uh, there have been a few animated versions where Johnny Rico is essentially like the the new Sky Marshal, like President of Earth. Oh wow! And so it's basically like that first story. Is him, you know, getting his citizenship by be, by joining the military, and just he just keeps rising and rising. And then, is he the good guy? Is he the bad guy? Once he's president, who's to say? Yeah, he's in charge of a whole planet.
0: We're about to see. Uh, we may. We're, I'm not saying we're about to. We we may be seeing in real life um, a really similar machine as to what they're they were fighting with the. I'm I'm falling all over myself today. A similar machine, yeah. The the propaganda machine is about to oh, spin up gosh. in the real world, and I think um, you know, people yeah. go watch Starship Troopers and and look at this commentary on uh, military propaganda, right? And how they get young men to give their lives.
1: And I want to clarify here: respect to all the troops and their Absolutely. families. Hey,
0: man, I I don't I couldn't kill another person. I couldn't put myself in harm's way like that. Like I'm not to Comment
1: on whether or not I could or not.
0: I don't think I could. I don't think I I
1: could. I I I like to, you know.
0: I could maybe be a medic or something, but I couldn't. I couldn't.
1: Oh, you'd go the Hacksaw Ridge route. Yeah. yeah. Um, Yeah,
0: I won't pick up a gun.
1: But yeah, I almost went in when I was 19, and then I was just way too heavy, and I'm kind of okay with that now. I think I I found my true calling. and... uh,
0: I'd never make one of those hikes either. Yeah, those those uh, boot camp hikes. Yeah.
1: Rough. So, mad respect to our troops. Yeah, of course. But also, let's give peace a chance. Sure. All our troops. I want you to get home safely and get back to your families.
0: Yeah.
1: Moment of silence. I guess I don't know. No, what are we It's such don't a, get a moment of silence. It's a dark time. we li- if you're listening to this, we're living in a beautifully a beautiful time. That's also a dark time.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up something else that's kind of sad. Oh boy. Uh, and it's just gonna date the episode a little bit. Um, Jonathan Demi. Passed away.
1: I know, right?
0: I'm, I'm a little crushed by it. Uh, one of my favorite directors... Um, this is... I mean, you know, directors have a, uh, several different jobs that they really have to... You know, some directors are really good visually. Some directors are really good with talent yeah. um, and, cra- and helping craft character. Um, he, this was a guy who was, like, really special and really understood how the visuals and the characters really worked well together and he knew how to make the viewer feel like the main character no matter who was on screen so
1: that's a very good point
0: silence of the lambs is a really good example of that right where whenever clarice is on screen and it's her scene Mm -hmm. you feel like you're clarice and so like when you you know spoiler alert when you get to the end of the movie and and she goes into um jane gum's house yeah, um, Jane. Jane Gum. Jane Gum. Jane Gum. No S. Uh, Can I use your phone? And the and the, the camera is like a little spider up in the corner. And not only is that like a really telling, full of subtext kind of camera shot, yeah. But um, you immediately feel the same peril that 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 she's in. Yeah, you feel this like so. They, they, he did such a and when it's Hannibal Lecter on screen you right. feel like you feel powerful you know like he just knew how to make you feel like you were the main character and even even you know Ted Levine scenes like when he's like stalking that girl oh boy with the with the cast and trying to put the couch in the
1: yeah. what in are the van size eight? what <laughs> you know it's funny you mention that because I'd never really put that together before but one of the shots that always uh sticks in my mind from silence of the lambs Mm -hmm. is uh you know it it, there's a scene change and it opens on like this really tight close-up of a woman looking straight into the camera and talking to clarice and so yeah like in that moment she's looking straight into our eyes talking to us and we are Clarice.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The, well, hello, Clarice. Get
1: a, it? Because we Clarice.
0: And that famous misdirect in the scene yeah. where she goes to ring the doorbell... Oh, with, forget uh, about it, dude. ...with the the FBI agents. Like, you feel the excitement that are yep. like, they are feeling. Like, they're, like, pumped and ready to go, and you think that this is, like, happening. Yeah. It, it's, uh, he was, um, you know, Philadelphia, um, I think probably... Tom Hanks best role I I mean Forrest Gump is really great Um,
1: Forrest Gump Can Go away for a while (laughs) <laughs> okay. like no offense but it's never gone away that movie's never gone
0: away no I mean Forrest it, Gump Forrest Gump is good and it was like iconic and right. it was but it's
1: like we've never had a chance to like forget about Forrest right. Gump yeah it's just always been here since it since it came out
0: but Tom Hanks in Philadelphia I think is like something really there's something really special about that Denzel yeah. there's something really special about that film and the conversation um, that it inspired for sure um, because there was a there was a long period of time where um people were afraid of HIV and AIDS mm-hmm. in a way that wasn't um rational rational yeah and and i think um the times were changing around right. this time too but that movie i think helped inspire a, an important conversation and um and how we treat People who were infected and people um, just as human beings, sick people yeah. as human beings. Um, man, Jonathan Demme, just a really, he had esophageal cancer. Ooh, and, that's what it was? And as well as um, complications from heart disease. Oh, and, man. And uh, I don't know if you remember Ted Demme.
1: Right. Had Director a heart attack. Beautiful but, Girls, one of
0: my favorites. Yeah, yeah it's great. Uh, he had a heart attack on a basketball court, I think.
1: Oh, jeez. Um,
0: that was Jonathan Demi's nephew. Also, oh, I always
1: thought they were cousins.
0: No, nephew. Um, Pretty close. Also had a coronary coronary disease. Oh man. So um, it's just sad. It's Spirit real sad
1: stuff. Well, Jonathan Demme, uh, rest in peace, good yeah. sir, director of Silence of the Lambs, maybe the only Oscar-winning horror movie.
0: Oh boy, you, you're, you're asking me a question now that I, I don't know the answer it's to. It's a right horror now, movie
1: but, that won Best Picture. That's yeah. It's probably the only rare. one that
0: won Best. Yeah, probably the only one that won Best Picture. I guess. I don't know. I'd have to think about that.
1: Very clever, Doctor Lecter. It
0: depends on how you, it depends on how you define a horror movie, too. I mean, there's a lot of like things that are horrific. Um. Yeah. Mm, yeah, you know, we could
1: we could go on and on with the. We, we don't f-
0: have to with, get into genres today. With that one, we should do an episode about genres and, Whoa. and just like break down different genres and like what they sort of consist of and sort of what the requirements are to fit in a genre. Um, oh. Maybe maybe we'll do that. I'd also I, don't I also know if I'm wouldn't find,
1: for that sort of thing. Uh,
0: yeah, I feel like maybe we should do some one hundred and one episodes of the podcast. 101? Like On one hundred and one one oh, hundred
1: and one.
0: Yeah, like um, rules for attending the cinema.
1: Mm. Um, boy.
0: Yeah, I mean, just
1: as, as great as that would be. Yeah. No matter how many millions of people might listen to it. Yeah. None of the jerks that break all the rules are
0: listening to podcasts. You never know, though. They're I, all
1: up their own butts with you know coconuts.
0: The, th- the thing, though, is that we all have friends. Steve's over there sniffling. Um, we all have friends who commit the, the cinema sins, the movie crimes. Yeah. And uh, we let it go. So it's on us to be like, yo, you got to keep that phone off in the movie theater, homie. You know, it's on us to... to to just be like, hey, look.
1: That's a good point. we got to
0: rein it in. And so maybe if we have a conversation, maybe we start a conversation uh, through the podcast about, hey, wear deodorant when you go to the movie theater. Oh. You know, uh, stuff like that.
1: Don't, uh, oh man. So when I went to see Kong Skull Island a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. Ten minutes into the movie. Ten minutes into the movie, not just the trailers.
0: Ten minutes in.
1: This was in a, a theater with assigned seats, reclining leather seats. mm the two seats to my right were empty. Yep. Ten minutes into the movie, a couple comes in with a dog, yeah. a very well-behaved, adorable dog, but still a dog in the movie theater.
0: Yeah.
1: And bag after bag after bag of noisy snacks. And were they I, movie
0: theater snacks or were they brought from home snacks?
1: Brought from home snacks. That's the problem. Um... And when the movie ended, the dog walked up and started sniffing around me. And I was like, cool, I love a dog. I'm going to just be nice and be glad to meet this dog Mm -hmm. instead of yell at these fools. And then when they left and the lights came up and me and my buddy left, because I've gotten to the point where I just stay through the credits on every movie now, um, orange peels all over the floor. They'd been peeling oranges silently after taking them out of these noisy bags. And this poor dog, who never once barked and only moved around a little, has to live with these people. That's a bummer. That's a bummer, man. But uh, So don't do any of what they did. But, you know, yeah, there's so many rules. I mean, I'm a little guilty. Like, I was checking my phone a little bit during Power Rangers oh, a couple I, of weeks I, I, ago. But I was also in the very back row.
0: You know how I feel about that.
1: I was in the very back row, and I was cloaking it as best as I
0: could. No, you can't cloak it. You can't cloak it. Well, think, what I like to do is put the phone under it.
1: my shirt, and then look down... Look down my collar. But that's, so that's...
0: A, I don't believe you. I do. B. <laughs> <The>, um, <laughs> don't remember
1: to do it every time, uh,
0: but It's still really distracting. Like, big movements yeah. can be just as bad as a bright screen. Yeah, but... Elbows flying around.
1: But also, like, in any movie theater I'm in, if I'm breaking the rules, it's only because I've been sitting there going, okay, well, everybody's breaking these rules. I, I need to check my phone.
0: I would rather you get up and walk across me. Mm. And leave the theater. Then
1: just look down my yep. own shirt. Absolutely. Check out my wonderful man boobs. Absolutely. But they're nice.
0: There, he's, he's jiggling them, you guys.
1: Oh, if you could have seen it, Podcast Land.
0: It was like the, you know, little peck thing that Hulk Hogan does.
1: Is that thing recording? I feel like the red hasn't moved no, at all. No, it's totally moving. Oh, look okay, at it go. there look. it goes. It's sort of jumping a half an
0: inch. Look up. at her go.
1: What other movies have we seen? What movie are we discussing today?
0: Uh, we're going to discuss Tootsie. Um, but I do want to talk about a movie, a theater movie, but I'm not going to save it for the end All right, because yeah. I don't want to talk spoilers. Well, let's dive in, man. We saw, we went together and saw Colossal. We did. With Anne Hathaway. That oh, feels like so long ago. Oh, that reminds me. Jonathan Demme also did Rachel Getting Married.
1: Oh, yeah. Which is Which
0: a lot of people have said is Anne Hathaway's best film.
1: Yeah, wasn't she nominated for an Oscar in that was Yeah, that I mean, she first...
0: technically won for Le but... But um, that was her sang. first nomination, she's though, sang. right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and they, people say that, like, her best character and, you know... Wow. Um, and if Jonathan Demme film. Uh, yeah. And I have heard many people say that Colossal is her best film since Rachel Getting Married.
1: I've been hearing a lot of great things. One of those mm-hmm. things I heard on an episode of WTF with Mark Marin where mm-hmm. he was interviewing Anne Hathaway... Yeah. She's a terrific interview. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful.
0: She seems very funny and down to earth.
1: I love her, dude. Yeah. Wes, I love her, bro.
0: Calm down. What well, if she listens to this podcast? Then you're going to frighten her away.
1: Anne Hathaway, you're great. We'd love to have you as a guest.
0: <laughs> I will I podcast. will
1: behave. And you're wonderful. Please keep making wonderful movies.
0: Yeah. Um, so Colossal, uh, this great film. Um, very unique. Um... Man,
1: how to even explain it without yeah, spoiling? It's
0: it. one of those things where um, I've told multiple people, like y- you have to really go into it with an open mind because I feel like the trailer doesn't really reflect the film that well. Like the okay. trailer makes it look like a comedy, like a straight up comedy, yeah, and it's not a straight up comedy. It definitely has funny stuff in it,
1: yeah.
0: Um, but, but after having told people that and having seen it and given more thought to it, I realized this movie is impossible. To cut a trailer for. Right. And be be true to what it is. Right. It's um, a lot more, and you can't really talk about it without giving away the plot twists. Right. So, um...
1: I'll say this. Yeah. Um, the movie starts with a very significant event. Yep. A fictional event. Yep. But a very significant event. And then jumps forward, uh, what, 25 years? I think it says 25 years. Something like that, yeah. Um... To the main character uh, having some issues in her relationship with her boyfriend. Yeah. And then she goes forward to deal with them in a way that I don't think any movie has ever possibly done ever. And it's just like, I never—I I didn't see the trailer. I don't think I've still seen a trailer for this. Yeah. But when you invited me to it, I was like, I'm just not going to look at anything and go. Yeah. And I never expected that yeah. movie. That was so so great and funny. And, and Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen a jumping off point like that. Incredible.
0: It's uh, it's it's interesting um, to have seen people's reactions to it because I think for the most part, um, people really dig it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, some people don't like it. Oh, some people
1: are are thinking they're too cool for school.
0: Well, I'll I'll address that in a second. But some people, (laughs) CFS. Some people, I think, um, uh, maybe don't understand all of it um and they don't um uh they're not okay with weird and and, you know you do have to be a little okay with weird
1: i guess yeah see i was born into weird so i almost can't even
0: but i found that a lot of the people that don't like it yeah are kind of curmudgeon curmudgeonly older white guys interesting um it's not that interesting to me I can't fully uh, on mic. Oh, talk I can about think why. Of exactly why. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. if you see the movie, I think you'll I think you'll understand. There's some old sure. sensibility that's not really looked at in a, in a positive light. I can't. I I want to go much deeper into that that comment. I, but I
1: think I am on the exact page you're talking um, about, my friend.
0: And I think that's why. I think that's why some people. Don't like the film. Like you look at guys like Rex Reed who didn't like the movie. And really, um, I
1: didn't know Rex Reed was still alive.
0: Yeah, he's kind of a criminally old guy. You know what I mean? Like it's he's yeah. he's kind of cranky and doesn't like a lot of stuff anymore. So yeah. Um,
1: Did Rex Reed ever like stuff?
0: I mean, you know, bad I feel stuff. like I, no, half
1: I the charm of seeing his reviews on TV is when I was kid stuff is yeah, he was just gonna be slap it.
0: Yeah. But yeah. So, anyways, I I think the movie's really really special yeah um
1: fully agree
0: and uh, just
1: go see it folks see colossal
0: go see it. it it was it did a pretty good steady rise it started in four whole theaters that's it four it started in four theaters and we were in one of them and we were in one of them and it had the uh, the highest per screen average cool. Um, the weekend that it was only in four theaters. Now, it's a little easier to do when you're only in four theaters. Um Touché. To do that. But it it, get, it has a... I believe it still has a better Rotten Tomato rating than Beauty and the Beast.
1: Wow. So Can I tell you a, a secret that some find awful? Yes. I've never seen either Beauty and the Beast.
0: We should watch the animated one sometime. I almost don't care to. You know what, though? I, let, me, let me give you my pitch on why we should watch it. You you were talking about Silence of the Lambs being the only horror film? Yeah. It's the only animated film to be nominated for Best Picture. It was nominated the same year as, as Silence of the Lambs. And had Silence of the Lambs not happened that year, I think Beauty and the Beast absolutely would have won.
1: Wow. So, All right.
0: I, so that's my pitch. I think I think you should at least watch the animated one. Um, and, and honestly, I, don't, I haven't seen the live action one. Neither have I. But I have seen the stage play. Oh, yeah? musical, and that's fantastic. If you ever have an opportunity to go see it, I mean, I think that's...
1: The Disney stage play. Yeah, I think it's
0: essentially what the movie is. Cool. um, With, like, a couple added songs and stuff, because there's extra stuff. Um, But I think, like, the special effects and things uh, are probably more interesting in person than on on a movie screen. Um, Yeah, I love
1: theater craft, man. I love seeing how they're, like, how are you going to make a little cup come to life and talk to you yeah. on a stage
0: it's cool it's That's pretty cool. cool all right um and if we just dis- we decide to watch it i've got it in 3d 2d animation in 3d whoa pretty fancy
1: that is fancy i don't even know if my brain could handle that of yeah. course it could. it's old school i sat through uh West craven's uh my soul to keep in 3d yeah, you're telling me that which was not shot in 3d
0: yeah.
1: uh what next man
0: uh should we talk about tootsie
1: Yes, let's, but I almost feel like we're forgetting well, to, to touch a major base. We haven't talked on uh,
0: talked about trailers. I haven't seen a lot of trailers. Uh,
1: I've seen the new Star Wars trailer.
0: I have not seen the new Star Wars trailer, so please don't talk about that.
1: I've seen the newest Guardians trailer.
0: I've not seen the newest Guardians trailer.
1: I've, I've
0: seen the Alien Covenant trailer.
1: Ooh, me too.
0: That's pretty exciting. That's coming up soon. Did you see uh, Reebok is doing Alien-inspired shoes no yeah, they're high tops and i apparently they did it before and they were only available in women's sizes no it's cool cool but you know frustrating if you're a dude yeah i um, want
1: uh, you know a uh, uh, bishop shoes
0: yeah they're doing uh they're doing two different shoes and they're gonna be available in all sizes this time nice one one pair of shoes uh are supposed to look kind of like the queen alien Ooh. and the other um are red with black stripes to look like the Power Loader. Nice. Yeah. Not red, yellow with black stripes. I said red with black stripes. Oh. I yellow with black stripes. Yeah. To look like the Power Loader. The
1: Power Loader was yellow. Get your... Hand. What'd she say? Get away from her? Get Me away from her. Get you bitch. U- H-
0: H- M- H- which is like... Uh, was referenced in uh, Harry Potter. Oh
1: yeah, it kind of was, huh? It Mrs. Ab- Mrs. Ab- Weasley.
0: Absolutely was... Very intentional. It's even in the book.
1: Yeah. I just figured it was Mrs. Weasley just being like, now I'm getting mean.
0: No, no, that's a that's a straight up alien reference for show.
1: I suppose it could be. I love Mrs. Weasley.
0: I like Mrs. Weasley too. I like all the Weasleys.
1: I said I love her.
0: You know, I, I read recently that... Uh,
1: Don't say it. Say it.
0: Um, Arthur Weasley was originally going to die. She had actually <clears throat> written that she was going to kill him. Whoa. Um,
1: yeah, there is something kind of cheap about having... Oh, look. Spoiler alert if you haven't read the Harry spoiler Potter. Spoiler alert Harry Potter. Okay. Uh, about having a twin die. Because it's like he's a twin. So in a way, there's one of them left it's over.
0: Tra- it's tragic. I think it's more tragic because there's that... It's one, all
1: tragic, man. Well,
0: but they were like so a part of each other. They were yeah. they were never a character separate from each other. Ever. Yeah, very in true. that series. They were always one character. Um, Good point. So it was, like, kind of heartbreaking. Um, Fred and a lot of a lot about that ending that was, that was heartbreaking. Yeah. And now they got a new a new Harry Potter coming out. Not a new Harry Potter. A new... Something in that, you know, Fantastic Beasts sequel. Yeah. So I don't think it's called Fantastic Beasts 2.
1: No, they're making, um...
0: They haven't named it, have they?
1: Trying to remember which book they're making. Because, uh, yeah, it's like, basically, these are all going to be based on their school books, right?
0: No, no, no. This is a straight up, like... Oh. follow up to it's the like like um, Eddie Redmayne's coming back and oh. like the cast is coming back uh, and um, they cast Albus Dumbledore a young Albus Dumbledore whoa who Jude Law I like it I like it too I like it a lot
1: Jude Law as a young as a young Bulldore
0: a young Bulldore yeah that, that's not it we we got off of trailers so we see Alien Covenant looks cool yeah um, um,
1: at Power Rangers, I remember seeing a really good trailer for—I don't know—but you know a movie I didn't go see based on the trailer. What's that? Life.
0: I didn't see it. I'll—I'll I'll see it eventually.
1: I—I uh, I liked the rumor that went around about Life. That was pretty. Funny. I didn't hear
0: the rumor, so don't tell me.
1: Well, it's a non-spoiler.
0: Well, if it's a, if it was a rumor, then I know it's not true. Right. So don't tell me because maybe. Just it, don't tell me.
1: Well, it's, it's completely impossible. do tell me! But it's funny.
0: <laughs> okay, go ahead, tell me.
1: Have you seen the trailer for Life?
0: Yeah, like a million times. Okay. i played every, in front of like everything I've seen.
1: So somebody started a pretty funny rumor that Life was actually going to be a prequel to the Venom movie. That would have been cool. That would have been cool, but pretty unlikely. Well, yeah,
0: yeah isn't Life like Warner it, Brothers?
1: Probably, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, still, it's a funny idea.
0: I don't know that's like I
1: tried to start a hoax back in 2005 that uh Mickey Rourke's character in Sin City was Wolverine who had left the X-Men and swore to never use his claws again and he was calling himself Marv as a as an homage to Marvel Comics. Nah. And uh very few people believed me.
0: I like the comics stuff in uh Logan by the way. Yeah. I thought that was a nice touch. That
1: was a wild, wild touch. Logan, how about it? How many times have you seen it? Once. I've seen it twice. Uh, I,
0: I mean, I'll get it when it comes out, but uh, I don't know if I need to run back out and see it again. I, I think it was better the second time. I I, I had some problems with it, after yeah. they do all the X-Men movies. Um, I, uh, I don't like that it really feels like it's a completely different, uh, like it's an alternate universe. Why not? Because I kind of wanted something that took place in the universe of X-Men that we already knew.
1: Yeah, that's true. I, I thought it was a cool idea.
0: It made me feel like, like the questions that they intentionally left unanswered um, didn't really matter in the end. Because it had nothing to do with the movies we had already seen.
1: There is that. So was there is like, that going on. Eh. Um, there sure is. This, was, this might have been the first movie where Wolverine didn't have to kill a woman. He's had to kill a lot of women in his movies. Yeah. it's pretty messed up. Or at least fight them viciously. Did he, does he fight a woman in the movie?
0: Fights Mystique in part one. No, and, and Logan he does.
1: Not that I remember. I thought he did. No, nah, the main bad dudes are all dudes. Huh. Um,
0: I kind of sworn there was a woman in there.
1: I mean, there's the nurse lady, but he doesn't fight her. No. Um, From
0: uh, Orange is the New Black.
1: There's the farmer lady, but he doesn't fight her.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I
1: think this is the first one where he doesn't have to have a final fight with a lady.
0: So I had a, I had a, a thought occurred to me, um, since we're on the topic of superheroes and potential movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Midnight Sun. Not Midnight Sun. Darn it. We're going to talk about my favorite superhero. Spider-Man.
1: Uh, I, was about, I was about to come up with a really good joke version of your favorite superhero.
0: Sorry, Superman. sorry. Uh,
1: Hang on, take it again. We're going to talk about...
0: <laughs> say it. We're going to talk about...
1: Say, say the whole sentence. We're going to talk about my. my we're
0: going to talk about my favorite character,
1: elongated man. Ugh, um,
0: that was that was such a letdown, dude.
1: Doctor Light.
0: Okay, so I had this idea the other day, and I'm sure there's other people that have had that idea, but I haven't really seen people talking about it. All right, um, because I think people are on another thread for this theory. Okay. Do you know the Thanos theory with the? Uh, the the Infinity Stones for the Marvel Universe?
1: Um, let's say I don't, because I don't think I do.
0: So, to- all of the stones up to this point, yeah. where they find them or what they've been a part of, um, that thing, whether it's the staff or whatever, yeah. um, is a letter in the name Thanos. And the only one that hasn't been found is H. So... Uh... True. I guess that's true. It's absolutely true. And and uh it seems as if Marvel has sort of said, yeah, this is this is this is a true theory. Um we you trying to what do you come up with here?
1: Trying to think of all the different things it's been like Thor 2. What was that thing found in? That was It's just in kind of like a rectangular
0: yeah, well, it's, it's not always where, what it's found in. It's sometimes who finds it. Or I, I can pull uh, it up. I can pull it up and tell you where what they.
1: Nah, the, let the listener have fun yeah, finding it, finding it, out for it themselves. Himself.
0: So, anyways, so H is the the remaining letter.
1: Interesting.
0: And everybody has been pretty set on um, Thor Ragnarok being the, the 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 where they find the last stone
1: that would make a lot of sense. It
0: would make a lot of sense. <gasps> Hold on. Because of uh you know they they set that thing up in um Age of Ultron with yeah. Thor having that that vision. Yeah. What are you what are you gasping about over there?
1: Well, a pretty significant letter H.
0: Yeah, in the Thor universe. Yeah. Yeah, so th- so there's two potentials in Thor Ragnarok. All right. There is one um I'm not going to say what it is, but I'll just say it's tied to Kate Blanchett's character. Oh, okay. And the other is. You want to say it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, go say it. Boom, bling, bling, bling. What are you doing? Incredible Hall. No. <laughs> well,
0: that'd be interesting. In I don't. 70s That's... TV series. That's... Not the not the one that. Oh, most that's people the age I was thinking of. Most people are saying Heimdall.
1: Heimdall will be the next age um,
0: because he's in that flashback and he doesn't have eyes. Ooh, and uh, like because it's all white in yeah. his eyes in that flashback, and and he talks about I see everything, Ooh. you can't see it. It's going to kill us all. That kind of thing, and uh, um, I think maybe this last stone allows you it allows things to be hidden from. The real world. like Whoa. like Almost like it doesn't exist. So that would make sense for Heimdall to be a part of that. Yeah. But then I started thinking. Whoa. If I was Marvel, I'd want to throw people off. I'd want to, I'd want to just really surprise people. And they have an opportunity to unite the Marvel Universe in a way, in such a strong way. Yeah. And there's a new Spider-Man movie coming out called...
1: Homecoming.
0: It starts with the letter... H. So, what if the last stone is in Spider Man: Homecoming?
1: Whoa, dude!
0: How cool would that be? That'd be pretty cool. I mean, we know Tony Stark is in is in the new Spider Man movie. Man, he is
1: all over that trailer. Yeah, it's I haven't watched heartbreaking. the
0: I haven't watched the new trailer.
1: You know what? That was the really cool trailer I saw at Power Rangers. Oh, okay. It was the first time I'd seen the first Spider Man Homecoming trailer. I'd been putting it off all this oh, time. Oh, the
0: first one, not the new one.
1: The first one.
0: Yeah, the first one's cool. Very cool. I'm very excited about it.
1: But boy, oh boy, is there a lot of Iron Man.
0: I have mixed. I have mixed feelings about his suit, but uh, I, I'm okay with it. Spider-Man suit. Yeah, it's a little like too techy. But oh, uh, I understand. Um, I mean, he is a scientist. I mean, I, yeah. Well, except that he's not doing it. It's Tony Stark doing oh, yeah, it. Yeah, that's you know? true. Um, so I'm a, I'm a little bit, a little bit down on that, but. It's not like it ruins it for me. It's not going to make me not see it. I'm so excited. It's, I feel like they have the most true to comic Spider-Man yeah. in their hands. Um,
1: Sorry, Toby. But, you know, things change. That's I like the Andrew
0: Garfield one, too. I thought he was a really great Peter.
1: I think he did a great job as Peter. I yeah. feel like, unfortunately, the movies as a whole were just kind of like... Eh.
0: <laughs> it was a lot of missteps. Uh,
1: that's how I there felt. There were some
0: great things, though. I yeah. His chemistry with Gwen. Wonderful. The fact that Gwen was the girl... Um,
1: totally fine yeah but yeah but there was just so much like uh, yeah. like that yeah I can't come up with words for that feeling
0: alright I'm gonna get off the superhero thing now
1: okay so we can talk
0: about Tootsie yeah,
1: we could talk superheroes forever
0: Tootsie Tootsie well you you talked about life and venom and made me think about Spider-Man
1: I understand no, I was glad to have the conversation. I'm just saying, you and I they're could sa- talk superheroes. Yeah, they're forever. sadly
0: moving forward with Venom too, I mean, which we, is a bad idea. But. We
1: barely scraped the iceberg on Midnight Sun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> even on Midnight Sun. I
1: got a Spider-Man and a Daredevil looking at me from this table over here.
0: Yeah. And an Iron Man and a Wolverine. And yeah, we talked about three of those guys.
1: Loki's got his back turned to me. That's fine. Should we even talk about Iron Fist? No, that's a TV show. Never mind.
0: Uh-uh. Uh, uh, you can you can you can do a one sentence review of Iron Fist if you want. I'll do my. No, I don't want to. I'll do one. Go for it. Not as bad as people make it out to be. Fair enough. Um, that's it. That's all I'll say.
1: I'll do a two word if, review of if, Iron if Fist. If he, yeah, okay, go ahead. Jessica Henwick.
0: Two words. Well, I guess it's two words in a sound. Two words
1: in a sound. Onomatopoeia. An onomatopoeia, I guess. How would you spell that? Uh, onomatopoeia. No, the rr Maybe just a series of, a r's. Bunch of r's. R's, yeah. Maybe an H, somewhere here and there.
0: Um, if you guys want to have a conversation about Iron Fist, feel free to hit me up on... Uh,
1: VTRT Movies?
0: VTRT Movies, and, and we'll we'll discuss why I don't think it's as bad as people make it out to, cool. to be. Cool.
1: Um, I'm going to tweet about this exact episode that we're recording. Then. Okay.
0: Let's actually talk about... Something as soon as you get done with that tweet, let's do it. We're just gonna wait for you, we're gonna sit here and watch. Oh, I'm
1: literally just gonna be like, Hey, everybody, uh, watch Tootsie, and our our new episode's coming soon.
0: Listening to you tap tap your phone. Oh, um, so we watched this movie Tootsie with Dustin Hoffman. Um, I, I had this question about why it was called Tootsie, and we learned. About it. Should I should I get into that now? Whoa, there's a tree about to fall over out no, there. No, don't say so, that. That's crazy. Not, like, not like, on my car, I hope. Um, no, like a block away I can see it just like really just bending in the wind.
1: Oh my gosh. These if you're a listener and you're not in Los Angeles, uh, the wind has been absolutely insane. Yeah. I will take insane wind... Over like Blizzard Country and Hurricane Country and what have you, but the wind has been really nuts the last couple. And I've of days. moved
0: into an area that's just off of like the mountains.
1: Oh yeah, or just off
0: the hills, you know. So like the wind comes off of that really. really you get hard. that
1: mountain butt wind.
0: Yeah, blows there's off a, the mountains. A palm oh. tree just bending in the wind out oh, there. Oh my
1: gosh, scary. Uh,
0: so I was curious about why it was called Tootsie, where that came from. Do, do you, should I get into that now while you're doing your tweet? He you can't even hear me, you guys.
1: Uh yeah, go right ahead. And get into it. So apparently, doing my tweet.
0: apparently that's what uh, Dustin Hoffman's mom used to call him. Oh, Tootsie, little Tootsie.
1: That's cute.
0: Yeah, thought that was kind of a neat little
1: little Tootsie little thing. And there's also that bit in the uh, movie well, when uh,
0: they work it into the script for sure. Yeah.
1: Right?
0: Um. All right. So Tootsie is. Uh, what would you say this movie's about?
1: I'd say it's a comedy about double standards, deception.
0: Um, Would you argue that it's a feminism movie?
1: A little bit, for sure. So, Certainly for its time it was. I
0: had a hard time with this film, you know that. Sure. Um, I feel like it wanted to be a feminism movie, but wasn't.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know... I feel like
0: the things that people are celebrating about this film aren't really there. Like, it was like, oh yeah, we're celebrating the intentions of this film, but the film didn't actually execute what I think the intentions were. Alright. Which was the sort of, like, women equality and... um, uh, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Like that sort of male chauvinist... uh, Misogyny? Misogynist, yeah, uh, and it was like an anti-misogyny film um but it it pulls its punch you know like like it gets it gets this um typical male hollywood thing on the ropes and then and then steps away and lets the bell ring yeah and uh i was i was kind of disappointed with it i think that's sort of my problem the whole movie um as steve knows we were watching it and i just like I just was kind of rolling my eyes and going, I, "I'm ready for it to be over." Because yeah, uh, it's it's well made. The performances are good. Um, it's it's very funny at times, but uh, it just missed the mark for me um, time and time again. And I I like I wanted it to be progressive, and it wasn't really. And and I think I know why. Yeah. Um, you know, you have this movie about a guy quote unquote learning what it's like to be a woman like what it's like for life as as women sure um, two things with that but then
1: still kind of being a player
0: well that that, but one it's written directed starring men true um, and it's, it's written from a man's perspective the, also true the other thing is um the, the women in
1: oh elaine may is uncredited as a writer on this movie
0: yeah okay um,
1: <laughs> so that of course helps of, your case of, really of course
0: she's uncredited <laughs> um, she, the the character the um what what's her what's the character's name not michael but his his female dorothy e- Dorothy. Dorothy Michaels he was Michael Dorsey, Michael
1: Dorsey and then his character and then was Tootsie Dor- was Dorothy Michaels yeah, I remember
0: she was Emily Emily Kimberly in the yeah. in the show yeah
1: Dr Emily Kimberly
0: but uh so like that character is like a powerful yeah person she she wasn't a normal woman he didn't learn what it's like to be a normal woman he learned what it was like to be a famous woman yeah true you know and and that's the other mark that I feel like they missed is like um he 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 fell in love. With a famous woman.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile... Jessica Lane. There's a perfectly
0: good... I shouldn't say perfectly good, like she's like a piece of meat. Um, there's this this other woman in his life... Yeah,
1: played by Terry Gar,
0: Who's a very suitable match for him. She's beautiful. Well, that's just beautiful, but she likes the same things that he likes. Right. And she cares about him, and she's, she's totally interested into in him. him. Yeah, and... He treats her like meat.
1: She understands his actor struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's kind of a jerk to her.
0: So why why couldn't he have ended up with? Why does it have to? Why does that have to be about him pursuing the other famous woman? That's it a like great doesn't. Question. It doesn't feel equal. It feels unearned and like told from an elitist like point of view. Yeah. and I, I think you see this with celebrities a lot, where you have or or people in power. Yeah, um, Or people with a lot of money. You look at, like, Donald Trump. Right. Um, and people are attracted to... Well,
1: are you suggesting Melania wouldn't be with him if he weren't a rich
0: guy? <laughs> <laughs> like He just immediately <laughs> left. Um, oh, yeah, bus, but I mean, people... Help oh, us, God. People with money and people with power tend to... People are attracted to that. Yeah. People with immense talent, people are attracted to that. So, just like... I don't know. It just... It, it, it was disappointing because they they make a point of of like having people be attracted to Dorothy, yeah, but also saying that she's ugly throughout the film
1: there is some of, there's quite a lot of that actually
0: um and there's there's even a moment where where Michael says, um, I just wish I, I I just wish Dorothy was prettier, she deserves that ooh and it's and it's a telling moment and it's a very sweet moment, um, because you see like this character is sort of growing, sure. Um, but it's also sort of a moment that, like, kind of falls on deaf ears. Like, Hmm. you're, you're missing the point.
1: Yeah. That's very good. A lot of very good points. If
0: she was all, if she was unattractive and not powerful, what would that say about the film? What would that mean? You know, like, what is this world that they built?
1: That would be, uh, Just One of the Guys, starring, uh, William Zabka and, uh. The girl from just one of the
0: guys. about the girl that, that goes undercover as a guy?
1: As a high school reporter. Like,
0: what is that? Is that Taming of the Shrew? What is that? Um, That's
1: a No, nah, but maybe closer to Twelfth Night. Hmm. Um, here's here's something to consider. Those are all very good points, and I largely agree yeah. with you. You and I have essentially grown up only in a post-tootsie world. This movie's 1982. Um. I didn't have a really good grasp on anything in 1982.
0: I mean, I was I was consuming media in 1982 pretty pretty big. Sure. Um, I was watching HBO as a kid.
1: I was, too. Um, I, was, I remember a lot of not necessarily the news and Sniglets and whatnot. But, <laughs> I mean, think about how young we were in 82. Sure. Like, um, what, you know, that, so all I'm saying is, I'm not saying that by any means that makes it right. But it's just sort of like yeah. the, you know, the, the ideas have evolved, the movement has evolved and what have you. And so it's sort of like, well, in 1982,
0: I'm, this was a good step forward. I'm with you if that's their intention. If their intention is to say, look at Michael and how he treats women, and he doesn't end up learning his lesson. He doesn't end up growing, really. Sure. Like, he only grows a little bit in the film. By the end of the movie, we see that he hasn't really Yeah.
1: He's, grown. Just, he, he's, he's I mean, if you're listening, you should have watched Tootsie. He gets the cojones to expose himself as a guy who's been, you but, know, but playing mostly, a woman but this mostly whole time. for
0: selfish reasons. Sure, absolutely. Because um, he
1: does it to win over Lang.
0: He does it to win over Lang, and he does it because he doesn't want to do the the show anymore. Remember, right. he's trying to sabotage himself, right? So he 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 does this quote unquote noble gesture out of really really selfish things because mm-hmm. he wants the girl. That's a good and, point. And he wants to get out of his contract. Um, but he writes the hell out of that moment, and then he kind of gets the girl at the end. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't really, like, grow. He doesn't really learn. He gets his play that he's always wanted to do with his friend. Oh, yeah. Like, he gets all those things. So there's no, like... There's no... Compare it with a movie like MASH. Where yeah. you have the misogyny and you have the racism, but it's intentional. Yeah. You know, they're they're saying something with that. And they're saying it's important that this is there. And it's important that that these characters are just who they are. Um, because that movie's not about those guys growing it's about right. it's about um, breaking guys... breaking people down yeah. and turning them into what you want them to be
1: yeah how, um, do, how do these guys get through a war right this way unfortunately
0: um, we don't get some sort of noble message out of Tootsie really other than mm-hmm. like what the intention is and the intention is women don't get a fair shake
1: sure yeah
0: um, so like I, I get what you're saying i I just I can't quite agree with it because I feel like uh it was that wasn't intended. I think the intention is, like I said before, just uh,
1: like they missed the mark, or that the intention's different. I th- completely.
0: think they just missed the mark. I think yeah. they just didn't execute. I, I think they, they. I, I mean, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm guilty of of misogyny in Hollywood. Um, yeah. My my tastes and preferences have changed over time, and I grew up um, learning about film and understanding film as like a man's thing, and um, mm. that you know when you look at the history of film um and uh it used to be that cameras were so big yeah and women didn't have the builds it wasn't common for women to have the builds at the time
1: yeah
0: um to to carry the equipment and times have changed cameras have gotten smaller women have changed how they how what their builds are like yeah um it's more common for women to be okay with being stronger yeah. physically, um, where that used to be kind of looked down on. Um, so, you know, times have changed, and and I've seen that my tastes have had to change. And I think as more women have get been given the opportunity to make more film, I think women in film ha- have grown. Sure. Not just in numbers, but uh, in talent as well. Because, you know, you can only... You can only get better at something if you do it. Right. Um, this
1: chair keeps farting every time but, I move my leg. That's not <laughs> me farting.
0: Um, but you know, I definitely came from a perspective learning film that women weren't as good of filmmakers as men. Wow. Um, and and view the right thing reminds you that the views
1: <laughs> Wes White'sen offers expressing no, no, right now used are now. Silly is, no, I know. he's now. I want to be.
0: I, I want to be like transparent and honest about like like. Uh, I don't know everything about film. Sure, um, and the only way that I can grow as a filmmaker is to acknowledge my weaknesses and expose myself to as many different types of film as possible. And and that's a good attitude to have. Understand that I, understanding that I don't know everything, that I'm still learning. I'm always learning. I'm taking a class right now. Cool. So, you know, um, continue. But yeah, I I just. Uh, I, I would would have liked to have see. You know, we talked about Colossal before. Yeah. This that's a really great example of um gender politics and um roles that genders play. Yeah. Uh I, I you know, but I that's get that it,
1: 35 years
0: after Tootsie. Yeah, I know. I know.
1: 35 years later Colossal it's just, got to happen.
0: It's just hard to it's again, if the, if their intention had been to make some sort of commentary about him not growing yeah. as a human being then I feel like uh, I would have been okay with it but I don't I never got that out of the movie I got that they were trying to say it's harder to be a woman than it is a man you mm. don't get treated as well you you have to deal with all these advances
1: constant advances from Commandant Lasard, of no, police and academy no matter how much you say
0: no yeah. it doesn't matter um, well
1: uh, let's see uh, somebody's at the Door.
0: Somebody's at the door.
1: Somebody's at the door, and it is the. Uh, nope. It's a. Uh, darn it. I was trying to make Let's a see. tasteless joke. Cool. But I'm not going to do it. Cause, Way to
0: derail it.
1: Well, okay. Yeah, because I was like, well, I want to say this, but that guy might be dead, so I shouldn't make that joke. so I, I, I was going to say Sidney Pollack's at the door to punch you in the face, but he passed away in 2008, so it wouldn't be a good joke. Yeah. Sorry, Sidney Pollack and his estate and family. Uh,
0: so I'd like to hear people's thoughts on this. Yeah, uh, especially if you have a, a differing opinion um, you th- if you think you have like a perspective that I'm not seeing yeah. I would like to hear it because I wanted to really like this movie because it was sort of like I have sort of known this movie to be sort of a landmark film yeah. like a really important film and then I watched it and I was just like I don't get it I don't get why it's so important because I feel like it's missing the mark
1: hmm Hmm.
0: So, so Viewsters, please tweet at me. Tweet um, at
1: VTRT Movies. Yep. Hashtag Tootsie Talk.
0: Tootsie Talk. I like it. Hashtag let, Tootsie Talk.
1: Let us both know. Like, hey, what do you think about Tootsie? Again, I think of, I think a lot of it comes from the fact that we've come of age in a post Tootsie world. I mean, I didn't know how to read when Tootsie was in theaters. For crying out loud. I don't even think I could talk in 1982, and so it's like you know. So so here we are. We've always known what Tootsie was. We've known it was out there. We've known it was this movie that people have loved for all these years. Whoa! I whacked the blinds, ladies and gentlemen. And so now to to finally take it in as grown men. Uh, sure, it's gonna it's gonna probably fall short of the sort of uh, 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 grandeur that it's amassed. But over should it be on the
0: the, But should it be on the? the AFI Top 100 list like if this was a movie about gay people in made in 1982 and they missed the mark on the message Hmm. would we have the same feeling about that right now and I have no idea would it be would it be considered this this hallmark of cinema um I I don't know either I don't know either but you Hmm. know if they were like uh I apologize listeners if they were like calling, if it was about gay people, and they were calling people fags,
1: right? Like, which happens in so many movies up until just about two or three years ago. But,
0: but you don't see it a lot in Hallmark films. You don't right. see. It, I mean, by Hallmark, I don't mean the company. I mean landmark films. Land, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Important films. Films, films on the home. AFI Top Hundred list. You don't see that very often. Yeah. Um. So it's like, I, yeah, I just don't. I don't know. Can I say this? Yeah. You can say if you want.
1: It kind of sounds like. Somebody needs to watch Tootsie again, and something's telling me it might be you, all of my life. I just needed to make that joke. You don't really have to watch it again. I just wanted to sing a little. I don't know any other words to that song, so I'm done singing it.
0: All right. Um,
1: Sounds like uh, somebody needs to learn all the words to that song and sing it, Wes. No? no. Something's telling Wes it might be Steve. (laughs)
0: No. No. Okay. Uh, Darn
1: it! It's this Loki sitting right next to me.
0: He's he's jinxing you. He's
1: not even looking at me, and he's whispering bad ideas.
0: Um, This is the kind of conversation, though, I want to have on View the Right Thing. Yeah. I I wish I wish every episode could sort of be like. I mean, unfortunately, we don't watch movies like this all the time, or movies that give you. I mean, it's tough, especially when you watch a lot of like the the AFI films. Like, if you're watching a top hundred film, you're watching a movie that's probably not that incendiary. Right. Um, that's gonna have a lot of different opinions it's probably gonna be like oh that was a really cool movie or that was really great or it was really well made
1: yeah. um,
0: you're gonna be very complimentary towards it um this is how I felt this is what I thought I was gonna feel watching sophie's choice oh this is this is like our first movie remember I was like i didn't want to watch i just i vehemently did not want to watch that movie sure and because I thought I would feel this way, like this is this was a pointless movie to watch. Gotcha. Um, and I ended up really loving that, and I ended up not really liking this one.
1: Very interesting. Um, Very interesting indeed.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like you know, those are a lot of really great points. I don't entirely disagree with them. I enjoyed Tootsie. Sure. Uh, there was a cool piece of trivia in there, and it was uh, that Bill Murray. Uh, said go ahead and don't show my name in the opening credits because yeah. I don't want people to think this is a Bill Murray movie that right. they're in for. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know why when, I brought that up. Back when he up. had zero ego, huh? I suppose. I, I imagine there was some going on well, I mean, on very little. Then, I mean, enough for him to say... Yeah, to, to be like, hey, go ahead and knock my name out of there. Um, he played a, He played a very much a supporting role. Wasn't in the movie a lot. Right. Um,
1: very supportive he wasn't
0: like a laugh a minute kind of character no he was, he's actually kind of the straight man to Dustin Hoffman in, in the film
1: I would say this is probably the straightest straight man character I've ever seen Bill Murray play I mean other than what
0: St. Vincent maybe I don't know
1: is he the straight man
0: in that is that the other movie Broken Flowers
1: sure wow I haven't seen that in so, so long yeah
0: uh, <laughs> I just, I, sorry, I don't mean to like <laughs> answer your question with a
1: no. By all means, uh, I want answers. I think
0: I think generally though, you're. I mean, you're right. I think generally speaking, he's
1: right. I mean, he's always was, a little bit funny. This was post Meatballs, but pre Ghostbusters.
0: Man, Meatballs. I
1: think this was post Stripes, even.
0: I love Meatballs a lot.
1: I haven't watched Meatballs in so long.
0: I haven't. We can watch it sometimes. Part of me
1: worries that I may have seen Meatballs too like twice as many times as I've seen Meatballs 1. Woody the Webbit. <laughs> me, Ted. Um, Meatballs.
0: Is that in the bucket? What, Meatballs? No, because we've both seen it. Yeah, true. Good point. But we can watch it for fun sometime. we'll, we'll watch I'll, it I'll tell fun you about sometime. my uh, story I'd like to, to Let re- me hear it. to write sometime. Are we
1: wrapping up Tootsie Talk?
0: I don't know. Uh, no, I'm not going to tell you the story I want to write. I'm not going to oh. talk about that on the podcast. But, uh, but it's it's very much inspired by Meatballs.
1: Oh, Alright. I never did get to go to summer camp as a kid, and so I love summer camp movies.
0: Here's a nice aside, summer camp related. I uh, recently kick-started an, a, a tabletop RPG, oh, kind yeah? of a Dungeons & Dragons style, and it is the Wet Hot American Summer RPG.
1: Oh, you got in on that?
0: Yeah. Nice. I did not do the level that I would have liked to have done, which is where you got to actually be one of the, the campers. They would have modeled a, a character after you. Oh my god. the game. would have been great. Wow. But yeah. Okay, anyways. How much uh, is it t- for that level? Tootsie Talk. Uh, I think it was like $500 or something. Dang!
1: What am I, the Queen of France?
0: Or a thousand, maybe. I don't know. Uh,
1: Darn it. Tootsie,
0: back to Tootsie Talk. Uh, back to
1: Tootsie Talk. So should we go over the plot of this movie uh, I mean, I, I, don't,
0: I don't know. We need. We can. Go for it.
1: Alright, if, if for some reason you haven't seen Tootsie, here's the A, B's and C's of it, right? Michael Dorsey is a, a struggling New York actor. I wonder if it changes my voice if I have my arms up like this. Michael Dorsey's a struggling New York actor, doing the actor thing, you know, having groups over, reading scripts, what have you, blah, blah, blah. He coaches his friend, played by Terry Garr, for an audition for a role that she does not get. And it's very upsetting. And then he gets the idea to dress as a woman, call himself Dorothy Michaels, and go audition for this role. And he
0: gets... The role. Well, there's also the thing there. Maybe, maybe we talk this out but a little bit. Maybe, maybe I'll find something in here that I'm, I'm missing. Um, so there's a couple of things going on. He's teaching because of the, whole, the old adage, right? Like those who can't do, those who can't do teach. But it's also you can't teach, teach Jim.
1: That was from School of Rock. Yeah. But also,
0: uh, he is known to be an incredibly difficult actor to work with. Right. And so people don't want to work with anymore, so he's not booking gigs. Right. So he, he goes in as a woman because he knows this part is there. He knows what the part should be. Right. Because he's been coaching the, the his friend Terry Gar, Um yeah. and knows I guess that she's she didn't get it because she didn't quote unquote go there. Yeah. Um and so he takes advantage. Uh, go ahead.
1: And books the role.
0: He does, he does book the role.
1: He gets slapped into the middle of a, of a, a, a daytime uh, soap opera based on a hospital. Sort of like General Hospital, but I forget yeah. what they called it. Um, what he's brought in is what? The new hospital administrator? Yeah. Emily Kimberly.
0: Dr. Emily Kimberley.
1: Which is hilarious. It's um, kind of hard to say. Dr. Emily Kimberly. Dr. Emily Kimberly.
0: Emily Kimberly. Dr.
1: I'm yeah. taking my time with that. Dr. Emily Kimberly. It's the Kimberly.
0: L-Y's at the end of the names.
1: Very confusing. That's yeah. why I don't go by Stephen Moulton, because too many N's. Yeah. Stephen Moulton? Who needs that? <laughs> you know, you don't go by Wes or Weizenhofer, right? Wes, yeah. Weizenhofer, yeah. you get it? We all get it. Very up those sounds, folks. Um, so, he disguises Dorothy, gets the role on a hit daytime soap opera, working with... Jessica Lang. I don't even remember her character's name. I was so infatuated every time she came on screen. He's also got to work with a nurse played by Gina Davis, who spends, I'll say it, a decent amount of time in her underwear in this movie. It's a little, uh, you know, I was three when this movie came out, folks. <laughs> it's weird to see Gina Davis that way. I'm not I'm saying it's bad. I have I'm a saying it's an, uh, it's an event for me. Yeah.
0: What is the movie saying? I'm genuinely asking this. What is the movie saying? by suggesting that this is a good role and it's a woman but no woman could get it
1: that's a great question
0: like like only a man can get this role what are they saying about the, like what like i feel like that's another like piece of this of what makes me feel like they undercut this message yeah um that like
1: right cuz a man playing a woman doing what he thinks a woman does right gets the role and then in a way sort of becomes a bit of a you know hero to women by standing up for herself yeah. as
0: dorothy only a man can but, inspire women
1: yeah there is a little bit of that you know what this is this is the <laughs> this is the Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial of its day <laughs> Since our last episode, the Pepsi commercial thing happened. Uh-huh. What if Tootsie is the Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial of its day? Now, I don't think people knew that back then. But people
0: then. love Tootsie. People right. hate Kendall Jenner. But what if,
1: what, if, what if something that we learned in Tootsie without even realizing we were learning it is what helped us spot the bull S that was that Pepsi commercial? I don't know, man. This so, is just an idea I'm having. So is I've eaten us a something lot hot since then. This is the idea I'm having. <laughs> not today.
0: Not today. Not cooks. even this
1: month. Oh yeah, this month. Not this week. Whoa! What if Tootsie is retroactively the Pepsi commercial? Oh man, I got to talk to Dustin Hoffman about this.
0: Yeah. Well, he won't
1: listen. He's not going to return my calls.
0: So I, I feel like that kind of furthers my point.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a really great point. Um, again, you've, if you're listening, you've watched Tootsie, you know where it goes from here. There's a lot of funny, there's a lot of sad, like, you know, uh, uh, Ro- Derning, Charles Derning. I keep wanting to say Robert Derning, that ain't correct. Yeah. Charles Derning plays Jessica Lang's dad, and he, like, falls for Dorothy. Yeah. Uh, which is also kind of weird, because there was very much a bit of a thing of. of Jessica Lange's character kind of being like, "Yeah, new friend. I do want to set you up with my dad," and that's a little kind of like, "Hey, like we're peers, we're coworkers. Don't set me up with your parent." You know what I mean? Well, so that was a bit weird.
0: Well, I think because she's a woman and she sort of mothers just Jessica Lange's character, right? There is that. So there's sort of this thing. She's a little bit older. There's and the hair petting scene. There's that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I thought that scene was actually very like kind of sweet um, because remember I was like what is he realizing in this moment right and again like the fact that I have to ask that question right tells you I feel like and maybe either I'm it tells you either I'm out of touch and I don't understand the scene or the scene is not clear and I wasn't sure if he was if that was I'm in love with this woman look right or I uh, I'm a terrible person Look.
1: Great question.
0: And I think it was I'm a terrible person, but I'm not totally sure. Um, Because the scene—see, when I was watching, I almost
1: felt like it was a little more like maybe this is a creep. Like maybe he's hoping she rolls over
0: and just wants
1: to kiss Dorothy. You know, like I I don't know. Well, because they
0: go there eventually.
1: That scene gave me the creeps a little bit. Yeah. Um. Dang it! I just had another really good. Place to just slap shot
0: a little joke in there.
1: Just another stirring rendition of something's telling me it, it <laughs> might be you, but no. I missed the I missed the opportunity. Um, the moment has passed. That train has sailed.
0: Yes, yeah, so I, I I agree that there's definitely some moments. I definitely felt like that moment was tender in some way. I just wasn't sure. I couldn't identify right. what it was. Um, and then there was that moment, like I said before, where he, like, sort of talks about how he wishes Dorothy was prettier. Yeah. And this sort of, like, I think all people, not just women, but, but I think it is common um, to think about as women uh, not being um, satisfied with their own looks. Because mm-hmm. women more than men... That's been sort of placed on our society as more important for women to look presentable and to it's, look pretty, and stuff. That's
1: been flat out drilled into women right. throughout throughout the 20th century,
0: and especially especially then. Yeah. Um. So I think there's like something sort of identifiable in that in that moment that's really kind of beautiful. Agreed. Um. But again, it's uh, at the same time. See, it's these mixed these mixed feelings I have. He has this like really really beautiful moment, and. I wish that he could be okay with how Dorothy looks. Right. And maybe that's, the, maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the point. is like, I wish all women could feel okay about their bodies, or I wish all women could feel okay about how they look. Maybe that's the point of that. I don't mm. know. I'm not sure the movie's making that point. That's that's the frustration. I get you. Like,
1: that point might be there. Did they intend to make that point? Right. I don't even know. I can't tell for sure. Yeah. What other movie does that I feel like it always irks me? Uh, uh, I don't know. I could think about that also.
0: Superman Quest for Peace.
1: Superman four The Quest for Peace, starring John Cryer and Muriel Hemingway. And
0: Christopher Eve.
1: Well, I was trying to think of the bad guy, Superman. Eighties Muscle Guy.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, he reveals himself because he doesn't want to be in his contract anymore. On live television, And he wants to be be honest with the the girl that he loves,
1: right? And then he kind of gets the girl.
0: He kind of gets the girl. He makes friends with the dad, and then he gets gets the girl. Like it's just like all okay.
1: Yeah, I do like the moment when he when he goes to you know to sort of like throw himself at uh, at Charles Durning's feet at the dad's feet. Like, in the bar? Yeah, like, it's yeah. A, you know, it's a brave move. He's like, he's, he, he sees that he's there, and he's probably expecting a punch in the face, but he just kind of walks right up to him and just stares at him until Durning, you know, acknowledges his presence. I and, would
0: argue that that's actually the sweetest scene that it's clear what their intention is. Yeah, maybe. It's, it's like the most meaningful scene where it's very clear what the intention is. Yeah. Um... Yeah, there's something I really love about that scene. Their their interaction with each other and and can I buy you a beer? Um, that whole thing was great.
1: Yeah. Tootsie. It's a movie of mixed messages.
0: You know, I, I, I wonder if, if he had ended up going back to Terry Garr and getting her in the end, if I would have felt better about it. But then I would've I would have kind of felt like she was um Doing the whole battered housewife thing, like he he treated mm. me poorly, and I still accepted him back, kind of a thing.
1: That's a fair concern too,
0: because he doesn't actually treat Jessica Lang poorly. He just lies to everyone. Yeah, um, which I guess one might argue is treating people poorly. Um, yeah, but not mm, like yeah, for sure. Not like being in love with someone else and not, and be, not being honest and sort of lying. Because that's yeah. that was Terry Gar's thing. Was like, I'm not okay with. I'm okay with you having feelings for someone else, I'm not okay with you lying to me about right. it. Right. Um, and he
1: continued to lie.
0: Strongest woman in the movie. Yeah. It turns out.
1: Yeah, true. Other than like, maybe the director of the show lady. The redhead who directs the show. Sure, she like, she's
0: kind of inconsequential she's though. She's always like,
1: hold it, keep the camera on Dorothy. I, think yeah. she, I feel like she says that like nine times. Um, oh, this just gave me a really great idea.
0: Tootsie too. The no,
1: um, oh no! I was uh, uh,
0: <laughs> how uh, great uh, would that be? The tutsening.
1: Uh, whoa, Tootsie, Tootsie, twenty, Tootsie.
0: Well, it would be it would be Tootsie T W O T S I E, Tootsie,
1: Tootsie, the tutsening, <laughs> the tutsening coming twenty twenty. Um, oh yeah, it was what you said earlier about uh about like you know if he were to get Terry Gar or get. Jessica Lange. Um, really good, pretty recent movie. Might still be on HBO Go right now. I believe you've seen it. Paper Towns, starring Nat Wolf. I haven't seen it. Uh, oh, the yes, Get, I have seen The Get
0: Downs, Justin Smith. I have seen Paper Towns.
1: And Suicide Squad's...
0: And someone we What's know, her name? Someone we know hates that movie.
1: Somebody hates it?
0: Da- Daniel. Daniel hates that movie. Daniel and Charlene don't. Charlene watched it without the sound. And
1: Austin Abrams. Because it was... And the myth.
0: Because it's all telegraphed. It's like all... Like, very obvious exactly where the movie's going from beginning to end. All right. And I guess I guess he was watching it, and then Charlene was watching it without sound. And was oh. able to tell him everything that happened in the film. Whoa. Um, which, well, which one might argue maybe is bad, but I, I'm not so sure. Like, I think, if, I think if it's done in an interesting way, it's okay. Like, there's plenty of yeah. movies that we've seen a million times, but if it's right. done interesting...
1: I mean, weird science is just Torah, Torah, Torah. Everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, it. absolutely. Um, well, no, but here, here's the thing about Paper Towns: uh, good movie or not, yeah. Um, I think it's got a really important message that probably should have started getting shared much earlier, mm-hmm. but certainly is really important now in the wake of like, yes, all women and hashtag not all men and what have you. And that is that, like this this movie, the message is basically, dudes, like stop assigning. Um, you know, life-changing infatuation on these women that you're attracted to. Yeah, you know, and the movie very much slaps you in the face with that at the end. It's like, you know, and and I mean, there's so many movies where that's the whole movie. Say anything is kind of just Lloyd Dobler's flat-out obsession with Diane Court.
0: Right. It was a very romantic, like old school.
1: Totally agree with you there. It is, but like that's got to change. And I thought. I feel like Paper Towns is the first place where I've seen that, where a girl is literally just kind of like, uh, "Hey, dude! Like, I am a living human being, not you know a, a, a golden statue for you to attain somewhere."
0: It's an interesting I thought that line. Was pretty cool, because I'm 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 not opposed to this idea of like it's people's destiny. Sure, it's, it's like fate that we're we're to be together. I'm not opposed to a story with that. Right, I, I think you're right, and I think. I think it's good that a movie like that is out there. Um, I agree. Now, I, I agree with you on that on that point. Um, I agree with us. Yeah, hooray! Uh, we did it, us. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of another movie that sort of feels like that.
1: I got nothing that comes to mind. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's something out there. Yeah. Maybe like Chasing Amy has a little bit of that. Yeah, sure. You know, she's in, in several of Amy's monologues. She's saying like, hey, I'm a human being. I'm not just some goal line for you to run through and cr- cross the tape, you know? Yeah. Um, chasing yeah, Amy. Sure. Does Chasing Amy hold up 20 years later? That's not for me to decide. But... Uh, well,
0: there's a lot of it that lives in the 90s for sure. Yeah. But I think it's more stylistic than... It's, it's, it's style, not substance. I think the substance still holds... Yeah, pretty well
1: Chasing Amy Paper Towns give them a watch if you haven't give them a viewing like give them a screening
0: it's tough when there's a a movie is dealing with a stigma yeah. because then it, it can make that movie sometimes live only in that era that that stigma existed we don't we don't have the same largely yeah, we mean, don't have the same stigma towards um bisexuals right that that we had in, 20 years ago
1: right one Crazy Summer, you can only watch it in the summertime.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Gross Point Blank, if you're not in Michigan, you won't enjoy the movie.
0: Yeah, summer school is the same way as something you can.
1: I tweeted at Cusack a couple weeks ago.
0: Yeah, did he tweet back? No, but... Cusack, what are you doing? Technically,
1: He's 2017 listening. would be the 30th anniversary, the 30th class reunion of his graduating class from Gross Point Blank. That was their 10th. Yeah. It's been 20 years since Gross Point Blank...
0: You know they should do. They should do another. They should
1: do gross point blank thirtieth anniversary, baby. But
0: not the same school.
1: No, yeah, bring back Mark. No, no, no. Bring no. back. I
0: think it turns Marvin out, Blank. I think it turns out that that Cusack. Yeah. Went undercover in different high schools, and Whoa. he comes back.
1: But no, but he wasn't a cop. As, he was a government assassin. Remember?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, he went training, and he had to like learn different identities as an assassin and he comes back as what's his name Lloyd from no that's say anything Lloyd Lloyd is say anything no no no, no. he comes back as the guy from Hoops um,
1: from One Crazy Sober.
0: from his, his original identity he goes back to his original identity uh, in um, Better Off Dead Better off dead.
1: Lane Meyer. <laughs> not Lane Meyer. That's what I was trying to come up with.
0: See, that I was his really original. Like... He was going to kill himself, and then because he had no attachment, real attachment to his family, obviously because he was going to kill himself, um, he was recruited as an assassin at that young age.
1: But he was already Marvin Blank in Gross Point Blank. Like, he... Gross Point no, 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 Blank, no. he ditches his prom date, and he's Marvin
0: Blank. No, no, no. He, he's, he's Lane Meyer. Oh, so you're saying... Gets recruited... And then they send it they give him a new identity as Marvin Blank.
1: And then he goes crazy, ditches mini driver at Purple. Exactly.
0: And and Marvin Blank may not may not even be his second identity. Maybe Lloyd was his second identity and Marvin is his third.
1: Well, dude. Well.
0: And then he grows up and gets in a hot tub.
1: A hot tub tub. And learn
0: about the Great White Buffalo.
1: That's wild. Great, so you're saying start the story with Lane Meyer? Yeah. The main Wiener man.
0: I gotta watch that movie again. That's a good movie. I haven't seen it so long. That's I feel so much like fun.
1: As a child, I probably watched that movie once a week, and now I haven't seen it in years. What's the song that everybody wants some? Everybody wants some by uh, Van Halen. They yeah. do that hamburger. The hamburger. Yeah. yeah. I freaking love that thing. Um, but yeah, somebody. Oh, it was on. It was on uh, one of the new Mystery Science Theaters. What was? Uh, somebody made the joke of, uh, go that way, really fast, yeah. and if something gets in your way, turn. <laughs> That's a great ski instruction from, well, uh, from Beasters, Curtis Armstrong.
0: Feasters, if you haven't seen Better Off Dead, you need to find it. Better Off Dead. Rent it, buy it. It's, fun. it's a fun little film. Starring, fun little 80s film.
1: Starring John Cusack. Uh, Diane Franklin as Monique, if I'm not mistaken.
0: It's a very aware... Taylor
1: Negron as the mailman. Uh, What's a nice little boy like you doing with big boy smut like this?
0: It's a very aware 80s film. Yeah. You know, like, it it knew what other other 80s films were doing. And it kind of, like, had a little fun with that. Uh, Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, when he goes to pick up the the one girl, like, his dad's boss's daughter for the date. And she's got the headgear. Yeah. And she's like, look, you know, you're know, you probably going to take me out to dinner. That's this much money. You're probably going to take me to a movie. That's that much money. And then she goes, why don't you just write me a check for the thirteen sixty seven and we'll call it a night.
0: Dates for cheap back then, huh? <laughs> Actually, that was probably a lot of money back then.
1: That's background. insane. The idea that two people were going to go to dinner and a movie for essentially uh, 27 bucks. Yeah. Uh, do you have any hemlock I could just gargle and put... <laughs>
0: Put an end to this, so so if you've ever seen the South Park episode when they go the timeshare episode, oh yeah, and they go skiing, you're gonna have a bad time. Mm-hmm. That whole like <laughs> that whole thing is you pizza is, when you
1: should French fries, you're it, gonna have a bad time.
0: Yeah, that whole thing ends up being better off dead in a way, yeah, because he he gets challenged by the the uh, other guy to yep. the ski competition. The,
1: the jerk of the ski slopes,
0: yeah.
1: Lane Meyer. Oh, man. Oh, what a great movie.
0: Stan Marsh.
1: And <laughs> I love how he just keeps calling him Darsh. Darsh. And he's just like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, better Off Dead. Go, go so this Tootsie episode has turned into a Better Off Dead episode. It's
0: superheroes. It's, uh... Um, there's
1: rocket science in the movie. There's uh, <laughs> uh, there's uh, mailman humor. There's paperboy humor in that movie.
0: There is French humor.
1: French humor? French Toast. Fries. There's uh, Ricky humor. There's uh, Ricky's mom humor. Oh, she was so great.
0: The, you know, it you know uh, tickles me every time I see it in that film. Yeah. All right, folks. And I'm not gonna, we, won't, we won't divulge into this too much. Okay. But, we'll, but I'm just going to bring it up and viewers, watch the movie, and then you'll find out what I'm talking about. All right. The Asian guys yeah. who drive next to him
1: oh absolutely and i don't want to say anymore they're totally
0: great every time it tickles me every see every single time
1: yeah
0: um uh so i'm gonna we're gonna move on and pretty much wrap this up but oh yeah i do want to um let's let's just put out a feeler because there's something that we mentioned several episodes back that desi was really um intrigued by and she thought it was hilarious that we both sort of read each other's minds all right we had both mentioned Hamburger, the movie, oh <laughs> the exact, boy. at the exact same moment. That was and a very she was like, how, how on earth could you both have been thinking about the same thing?
1: Great minds think alike. Because
0: there, like, there was no reference to it, None. there was no context at all. So um, I looked into it, and, and unfortunately, that movie is near impossible to get.
1: Aw, Hamburger.
0: If anybody can find that movie, preferably on DVD. Uh, or if maybe somebody made a DVD from the VHS or something, uh, please let me know, because I I would like to do that as a special episode for uh, View the Right Thing. Um, Hamburger the movie. I think you can watch it on YouTube. I really don't want to do that. Um, I understand. I I feel like it's stealing movies. That's another film, 101.
1: Yeah, don't steal movies. Don't Don't pirate. Don't, uh, Don't. Don't use these overseas pirate sites.
0: Yeah, there's there's steal there's sort of rules that I have for like when you can watch a movie on YouTube and
1: so like what about Night of the Creeps? That's like a thirty year old horror movie that never did that well to begin with. It's on YouTube in its entirety.
0: It, can you rent it anywhere? Uh, I don't know. You know, if you can rent it on Vudu or Amazon or even on YouTube, YouTube does rentals. Yeah, Xbox Video, Crackle, whatever. If it's available yeah. somewhere, if you can stream it on Netflix. No, it's not okay. All right. <laughs> um, Just double checking. That's, so that's my rule. That's my personal rule. Yeah. Um, if the, a movie is out of print and it's and you've made, there's no way to get it. If it if it costs you know hundred bucks, you shouldn't you shouldn't do it. You should you should spend the money on it. But if it costs two thousand dollars, maybe we're talking about something out of line. Um,
1: You're not promoting. The watching of a pirated movie, uh, Correct? N- n- Correct? Just I, saying, no, you're not promoting that.
0: I have mixed feelings about it. Just say if, no. If you're, if you're listening to this somehow, but, but don't have access to film, that would be... Impossible. Impossible. Well, you know, somebody has this on Unless, their iPod, and then they take it somewhere where the people don't have access to film.
1: Right. Arthur Weasley. Um, I, I'm,
0: movie in I'm, a, I'm an advocate of promoting film. Yeah. in places where people can't get it um, regardless of the means right. um, you probably could do that in a way that is not against the law you could, you could show old, um, old films that are public domain
1: what about doing a play of a movie like in uh, Tropic Thunder or in Reign of Fire
0: <laughs> um, no remember that?
1: Question mark? remember Reign of Fire
0: yeah uh, no Christian
1: Bale Gerard Butler Matthew McConaughey versus Dragons no and early in the movie Bale and butler are doing a play for all the children what play
0: I don't know I've no idea Star
1: what you're Wars you've seen Reign of Fire I don't think I have Oh my gosh I'll tell you all about it after this Okay They do a um, play of Star Wars and it was hilarious at the time cuz Star Wars wasn't being jammed down our throats every day like yeah. it is now
0: Well if if people want to hear the film 101 like these are the these are the rules for movie going or watching things at home or um Whatever, maybe people want to know about filmmaking stuff too. Sure, you know we can we can do episodes on that. We just have to hear from you and yeah. what your interest is. Um,
1: Tweet at us at VTRT Movies.
0: Yeah, or if you're if you happen to be friends with us on Facebook, uh, somehow yeah. hashtag Tootsie Talk on the last. Well, I'm not, that was for Tootsie. Teach me film. Film one hundred and one. That'd be an easy hashtag to do.
1: Much easier than what I
0: suggested. Hashtag Film one hundred and one. Yeah. Uh... Hashtag yeah.
1: Wes and Steve teach me film one hundred and one.
0: Wow, Wines. just make it really complicated. Thanks, <laughs> just <things> to <laughs> Hashtag film
1: 101.
0: Hashtag blessed.
1: Hashtag blessed always.
0: Uh, I, you have a special hashtag you use all the time. I do. Don't you know share what it is. Uh,
1: well, yeah. I, uh, chances are you've probably seen it. Uh, I like to use hashtag born to party a lot. As near as I can tell, I'm the only person using it. Uh, and
0: it's just be- now.
1: For now, yeah. I mean, maybe other people are using it. Uh, I haven't seen any
0: evidence maybe of I mean they're going to after this. The people are going to be born to party a lot all the time now.
1: I'm okay with that. Right. Just give credit where credit's due. Um, my buddy Skyler, who you've met, uh, sent me a screenshot of somebody's Instagram from, I think, maybe India. And in his bio, all he has is hashtag born to party a lot with a little cake emoji attached to it. Hmm. And I have searched for that hashtag with the cake emoji and the only instance of it anywhere is that guy's instagram interesting what can you do
0: he, maybe he's just a serial birthday party crasher.
1: maybe i worry that he was like this will be a cool hashtag and then he was like oh this idiot has been posting this for years. <laughs> hashtag this idiot that's my friend tara erickson by the way she's great hashtag, hashtag this idiot she goes yeah her hashtag is this idiot she's funny and lovely tara if you're listening thanks
0: and if you're not listening, thanks a lot. Yeah. And, and she couldn't even hear that because she's not listening. Somebody will tell her. I'll tell her. That's I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Unless you, unless you have something else you really want to talk about.
1: Keep your eyes out for all about the money. Which, according to IMDb, mm. opens June 2nd.
0: All right. I don't know. That go, by that
1: new poster. Go, Mwah.
0: go see Colossal.
1: Go see Colossal starring Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis and...
0: Tim Blake Nelson.
1: Tim Blake Nelson and Beauty and the Beast's Dan Stevens. And Legion's Dan Stevens, if I'm not mistaken. Doesn't he play her boyfriend at the beginning? I have no idea who that is. Dan Stevens. British He's guy. the star of Legion.
0: Okay, I haven't seen Legion. You haven't? That's the one about the demon, right?
1: I thought you were one of the 12 people telling me to watch... No, Legion, the FX series.
0: I have not seen Legion.
1: Oh, I thought you were one of the many... Everybody's telling me to watch it. I thought you were
0: one of the... I'm not really a fan of that universe... Fair enough. I mean, I, I go watch all the X-Men movies when they're in the theater. Yeah. And I and I own them. But, like, I do I do it more out of, like, comic book geek solidarity. Understood. I've never been, like, I, I try to read X-Men. I can't read it. I, I just don't get into those stories.
1: Oh, man. X-Men was my favorite when I was a kid. And now I have forgotten more about the X-Men than I might ever learn again.
0: Even that cartoon, the X-Men 90s cartoon. Oh, I didn't um, like that. I, uh, I would watch it occasionally, but it wasn't yeah. like i I like the song. Na, 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 I don't like the song. Na, I loved na, X-Men na, na, so much
1: in those days, and I was just like, this cartoon ain't doing it, bro. Video,
0: video game's okay, but it's not like, it doesn't the, like The stand-up me. video game? Yeah, with, yeah where you can have like six players or whatever. Yeah, that was fun. Um, you could be Colossus. And Dazzler. He, he was, he, Colossus is really the only one to be, because he's got that like ultra power-up. The, and it like destroys everyone I mean it's but you
1: can also be Dazzler
0: you can be Dazzler oh um, I'll, I'll break a little bit of a rule on uh, TV break it I think uh, Cloak and Dagger looks excellent
1: ooh you see that trailer Marvel's Cloak and Dagger Marvel's Cloak and Dagger nothing to do with the Dabney Coleman
0: Freeform I
1: think it's coming to Freeform
0: I think that's the channel it's on is Freeform what It's one of those channels. It's not coming to Netflix? No, no, no. It's not a Netflix show. No, they they have two... What? Yeah, they have two shows that are not going to be on Netflix that are on other channels. The other one is Runaways. Runaways. um, Which, the cast looks cool for that. Um, But yeah, no. um, Cloak and Dagger is going to be on... I think that's on Freeform. It looks, okay. It looks really cool. Did you see the trailer for I it? I haven't seen the trailer yet. Yeah, i we'll it after I've, this. I've
1: scrolled past it and been like, I need to watch that when I can really it. Yeah, it's cool. It,
0: it looks cool. I mean, it, it's a story we've seen before, but it looks yeah. like they're doing it really well. Um, it looks like they really care about the characters. Well, that's and they made them young, which is cool. Yeah. So.
1: That's pretty wild. I'm excited for it. Um, part of me is thinking about dipping back into Luke Cage if I wasn't already trying to keep up with Better Call Saul. Has New Fargo started yet? Oh. I don't know. I don't watch Fargo. Yeah, Fargo is so great. Um VEEP. People
0: like the movie too, and I don't like the movie. Silicon Valley. You don't like the movie? It's one of those it's one of those Cone Brother movies I don't like that everybody does. I don't like Big Lebowski either. There's a there's a really great thing, I'm not gonna go too heavy into it, but there's a really great thing in uh in Preacher. Yeah the, the show Pre I just I just watched the first season of Usters, Um about the Big Lebowski. And Preacher some, on AMC and, and somebody's dislike for the Big Lebowski and I I, I related to it. It was very funny.
1: That's Okay, I'll have to check that out. I'm not like the biggest Lebowski.
0: Well, <laughs> I can leave Lebowski. that right there,
1: can I? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I appreciate Big Lebowski, but I don't, I don't think it's my favorite of, of the Cohen brothers. But man, Fargo. I,
0: mean, ah. I, I, I went and saw Big Lebowski in theater with my brother. He was so excited about it. Really, really wanted me to see it. And, yeah. I, and I sat through it and I was just like, not my movie.
1: It's... Well, here's the thing. I mean, on the first, on just one screening, that's just a weird, it's a pile of weird.
0: It's not that, I mean, they can handle weird. Sure. They're just like, some of their stuff is just too dry for me, and it's weird for the sake of weird. That's what I don't like. there's a little bit of that. Oh, hello. Like, True Grit. So we can have a Coen Brothers 101 sometime if you guys want. Yeah. Um, where we discuss our feelings about that. Or we could do a Lord of the Rings. That'll unpack some anger on the internet. Oh my bit.
1: gosh. We'd have to, we'd have to bring my, my roommate in for that. He does watches he, the he trilogy like, like once a year and I at hate, least. And I hate it. But I think this uh, guy might need to go
0: out. No, he just really wants to see it. But maybe we, we'll we we give him a run in the yard. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, weird for sake weird. Like uh, True Grit. Yeah. There's like a moment in that movie that doesn't belong... And they did it because they're the Coen brothers, and they like to put weird in weird spots for Which the sake of it being weird. Which moment? Uh, dude dude in a big bear skin comes out of the mist for no good reason. Like, Did I ever tell you the story about that? Uh, you probably. I feel like maybe we talked about it, but we can talk about it after the. Unless oh. you want to share it on It's a really short on story. Mike. If you want to share it on mic, go for it.
1: I auditioned for that role.
0: Oh, cool. That would have been neat to see it, but <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but like, the re- that, moment, that would
1: have been so awesome.
0: The Continue. Moment, moment doesn't pertain to anything in the film. It's not important.
1: Doesn't that happen in the original True Grit? They don't run into a dentist wearing a bear.
0: In the, in that way, I don't. While think waiting so. for a beef? I don't think so.
1: I don't know. I think that dog really needs to get out.
0: He's just pacing. I'll, he's, I'll think him out.
1: He's, he's pacing, well, now he's pacing away from the door.
0: Yeah, He's just excited. Well, it's almost time for someone to come home. And I gotta go And home. he gets really excited for, oh, for that
1: person Oh, so. I understand.
0: Um, Dude, right. our first podcast Back. in the new digs, baby. In the new, new digs, so and we have a new setup. Where I don't have to tear it down all the time, which yeah. makes it easier for us to record. Uh, should we draw a movie out of the bucket?
1: Yes, let's.
0: Okay, let's. Let me what, get
1: it. Which one of us will be picking the movie out of you the bucket? You always draw it. Oh, because something's telling me it might be you. The other words to the song. All right, I'm digging. By.
0: I've been across the room from
1: digging deep into the bucket.
0: I really oh had to, go to the bathroom. I had to go for a while. Uh-oh, this is a long
1: piece of paper. It seems to be blank. Whoa.
0: Wait, what's going on here, Steve? Steve's just, like, staring at the at Hang on. this piece of paper for, like... I don't know how to read, Wes. You know how to read.
1: I don't know how to read. Part of me is just afraid to watch this movie, so I didn't want to tell you what it
0: was. Well, Jesus. All right. It's... Can you just tell? Me... <laughs> okay, so I can see it. I'm I can so see scared of it. It. So it was.
1: It's sinister, starring Ethan Hawke, and I'm scared to watch it. You'll be fine. It looks so scary. It's, it's all
0: right. <laughs> You'll be okay. I'm looking at the the. Uh... Uh, the, what is it, the, um... I don't want to see Sinister. little, little voice thing on the on I'm the computer here. There's like a big empty gap where you just were like... Because I was living
1: talk. in fear of the Sinister I'm like, guy. I'm
0: like, show us. I mean, say it, say it. You'll be alright. Everything will be okay.
1: Can we watch it in the daytime, please?
0: No. Yes. All right. I don't know. We'll see. Take us home. Alright, everybody. Thanks for listening. We will be back soon uh, with... Sinister. In the meantime, everybody, have a good life, enjoy your movies, and bon cinema.